and welcome back to another episode of the Creators Podcast. Normally, I'm sitting here with Sarah Dandeshi, who's the host of the podcast, but she's gone, so I'm at the helm today, and I'm excited to be talking to Katie Bright and Sarah Mengoni. Katie and Sarah have worked together to create this new cocktail book based in West Hollywood called Once Upon a Cocktail. It's basically a tour through all of the coolest bars and restaurants that we have in West Hollywood with individual cocktail recipes and stories behind them. You're not gonna wanna miss listening to both of these women talk about their journey and what the book contains. All right, Sarah and Katie. Yes. Great to have you here. Thank you. Thanks Thank for coming you. for the discussion. Thanks. We have been doing these podcasts on creators of West Hollywood now for a few months, and they have been fascinating because it really allows us to dive into what makes West Hollywood the creative mecca that it is and that creates so many interesting people and businesses that really end up getting translated across the world in different ways. You know, we really kind of think of this as ground zero for awesomeness. So we wanted to have you on. Thank you. Katie, we've known each other for a while now. We've been, we've done a few projects together over the years. Yeah, I think this is the first one that's gone live. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So yeah. there's always a first time for everything. <laughs> so Katie, why don't you just start and just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and, and uh, overview of you. Thank you. Um, just to backtrack um, on what you were saying about this being the hub. Um, eight years ago, I arrived with a suitcase. I arrived on Robertson and Melrose, and I just fell in love. It was such a beautiful city, and you can kind of feel the creative, I don't know, it goes through your bones. So I should say adamant of figuring out how to stay, how to make it work. Um, my first person that I ever met was a Nicholas Remedio, a former mm. GM of Le Pierre Hotel. Mm -hmm. And... Um, we started working together and doing some creative things so they're all uh, very much West Hollywood based. So it kind of started to amplify amp amplify my love for the city. So, yeah. Wow. So the Lapeer Hotel, which is one of our greatest hotels yes. in the design district. Yes. So that was your first uh, meeting? That was one of your first kind of experiences here in West Hollywood? First, first major freelance job, yes. Wow. And it was to put together a passport of uh, all the locations within a mile radius of the hotel. So it was a little passport that got handed out to VIP guests. So I got to really like ground zero, walk around, figure out what was in a mile distance and just like get to know all the businesses and yeah. see how many incredible, like, uh, you know, you've got like empires here and, you know, directors and just, just so many, I don't know, just, I've never known such a concentrated city of so much creativity, mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Yeah. A lot of people say that it's yes. really fascinating um, from that standpoint. So what brought you to California in the first place? Because you obviously you're from. I'm from England. Yeah. OK. With I, a very I dodgy, a, with a very an dodgy accent. accent. So I, I, I left England, moved to Italy, then moved to Australia. I lived in Australia for 10 years, came back and did a master's in England at Central St. Martins. And then after, you know, I just struggled where I I, I fitted in England, like I'd been absent for like 15 years at that point. Um, still didn't know anybody. So I was just like, what should I do? So I consulted a white witch to where I would live happily ever oh, after. Oh, wow. wow. And she said anywhere on the West Coast of America. And because my fine art practice had been dealing with women in Hollywood and that narrative, I packed up a suitcase and I moved here. And on my first day, I met a collaborator and she got me into doing like 
wallpaper and illustrations. Before that, I had never really illustrated before. Um, I actually don't think I'm a very good drawer. <laughs> Which is uh, ironic because we're going to be talking about a book that you illustrated. But I, yeah, okay. I, I hate everything I do. It's like ridiculous. It's so like mentally to try and get That's me to draw. That's why it takes me so long to do it. <laughs> you yeah, know, right. Dutch courage. Yeah. <laughs> So that's a really, so you are like the quintessential West Hollywood um, lander, people who get here because there is this spirit about the place Mm -hmm. that um, really attracts creativity. Did you know about West Hollywood before you got here? You said uh, your white witch told you West Coast is good. Yep. But um, was it West Hollywood specific or no? It was West Hollywood specific. And I, I, I mean, I just didn't know anything. But I, I, you know, I work with the law of attraction and um, I've been manifesting super hard. And so it, it, things came easy at the beginning, right? It only starts to, when you start to elevate your business, it gets a little bit hard for a second. Right. But yeah, I met really good people that really guided me into this city and showed me the way in. I mean, I'd never worked in interior design before mm. and now I have a wallpaper company. And mm. so it's just like, it's, it's strange how when you're open to suggestions, things happen. Yeah, I think that's really true. And there's something about, you know, still I think about Los Angeles in general being the land of dreams and people across the world still kind of envision that romantic notion of of Los Angeles being the place that that can happen. And, you know, whether that's really true or not anymore, I don't know. But I do think it's true in West Hollywood, honestly, because I've heard story after story mm-hmm. of just like yours, of people oh, who just are- thousands of stories. Yeah. Like, you know, like- to get my first apartment, I didn't have any credit. So I just found a landlady that was willing to take chances. You don't really hear of things like mm. that. You know, so you, you just, people like you, they give you a chance. I, and I think my whole history of being here in West Hollywood is people taking chances on me. So I think that feeds into the, you know, if you set your mind and you work really hard, you can make things happen. Right. So it's still, the yeah. you know, the California dream is very much in existence. Yeah. That's amazing. So Sarah, I wanted to bring you into the conversation and hear a little bit about your story. What, what's, tell us, what's yes. your background? Um, well, first of all, thank you so much for having us here today and for your support of the book. That's mm-hmm. very much appreciated. Yeah, we'll talk a lot about the book in just a second, but yeah, of yeah. course. Uh, I So I have worked in bars for longer than I should admit, <laughs> um, but it's been more than two decades. Um, much of that time I've spent running bars for Kimpton, which is a, a boutique hotel group. Um, I have in that time been fortunate enough to be able to work with a number of leaders in the industry who have been generous with their knowledge and their support of my career and been very supported by my company in getting some special certifications and getting education that's allowed me to really to continue to grow in my field and do new things over and over again. Um, I was working actually at the Kimpton Lapeer. Lapeer is a Kimpton bar. That's where I was working when Katie and I met. Okay. So this was back in the beginning when Lapeer just opened probably or? This was post covid Oh, post-COVID. Yeah, this okay. was post-COVID. I guess we should talk about, you know, kind of why we're here and talk about what got us here on, on our desk is sitting a copy of Once Upon a Cocktail, 
which uh, was really Katie, your your baby, your brainchild, right from the yes. start. And um, I know it's been a few years in the making. And we, as Visit West Hollywood, got involved because um, the cocktail culture in West Hollywood is really important for visitors. It's it's almost like a calling card for what makes West Hollywood cool. You talk about the bar at the Kimpton, you talk about all the amazing nightlife venues and the bars and restaurants here. And we got involved because all of our hotels in West Hollywood um, have really interesting bars, some very um, historical ones mm -hmm. that have amazing stories to tell. And I just thought it was a fascinating way to get involved because normally a tourism bureau would not be you know, getting involved in a cocktail book. It's a little, you know, yes. it's very West Hollywood of us to do that. Um, so why don't you talk to me, Katie, about, you know, the inception of this and, and how you got to this idea? Well, thank you. Um, it started like five years ago. I was in between work and when I'm in between work, I always start an idea. So the infant, infancy started then, the, the major look of it started at that point. And like anything happens, I then got a project and I had to put it aside. Um, but during COVID, I had the opportunity because I call it like the radio silence of jobs, like we were all out of work. I got to then pick it back up. Um, and it was that sweet spot between Christmas and New Year or, you know, the holiday period that I went in to see Nick. And I put down a pitch deck and we'd all felt, in particular in West Hollywood and California, such hardship. Um, it was it was a pretty terrible time here. Um, and I'm very passionate about people and stories and, you know, from whether it's the bartender to the owner to, you know, the corporate group. I love I love everybody. Um, and Nick was just like, this is the right time to do it. And of course, you know, it, it started off maybe having 20 participants. We've ended up with 54. I didn't think we'd need glossaries. I didn't think we need a lot of things, which is just why it then took two years to come to fruition. But I would- So I'm just gonna break in here yeah, real sure, quick sure. and say, so the, the cocktail book yeah. called Once Upon a Cocktail is, how many pages did you tell me it was? It's, it's 200 pages. Okay, it's 200 pages featuring how many cocktail recipes? Uh, 54. 54 50, recipes yeah. that are iconic or or unique to each of the venues mm. in a West Hollywood restaurant or bar, yes. right? Yeah. Well, what, what essentially started to be a book, uh, a cocktail recipe book, then became a book about drinking. Because there are certain, uh, certain venues in town that are not particularly known for their cocktails. And I, I, we became quite clear early on that we'd be trying to figure out how we would represent that without giving an illusion or, you know, breaking the respect of the bar. Um, we, so we curated it in a way or diverted to something. If it was known for good times, we put them in a, with a vodka soda, which is not a cocktail, but it, it's a conversational piece about the bar and it's good times. So it doesn't matter what you drink, it, everything's gonna be pretty good. Mm. But, you know, so we became, I mean, that was a different, we'll go to, mm. I'm sure, cocktail curation thereafter. But I was sat with Nick and within seconds, he'd introduced me to Sarah. And I didn't think that we needed to elevate the book that way. It was nothing that I initially thought because, you know, I was just just going to take a recipe from a bar and print it. Mm -hmm. um, and then Sarah, I, I mean, it's become an idea that has become an education. And Sarah has taught me a lot about the cocktail industry, the liquor industry, like that I never knew before and all the rules and the regulations. And 
with Sarah being involved, we really did elevate the whole book to something that could be noteworthy for maybe an award in any hospitality. Like it's, it's, we went into recipe checks, like it cost $5,000 to do recipe checks. We had to buy all the liquor in, spend three days remaking everything, making sure that the wording was correct. I mean, we went to crazy levels mm. to make sure that this is accurate. So Sarah's peers can, you know, respect it because the version that I did have w would have just been Dodgy. <laughs> it beautiful. Been, it would have been beautiful, but, but it would have just been irrelevant. And, you know, we, we, Nick, Sarah and I really wanted to put out a very elevated book that was representation, was a representation of, of West Hollywood and all of our partners that we can all be proud of. And, you know, when you guys came on board, like, you know, Nick brought you on and as a sponsor and it, it, it was a game changer. Like we, we now had all these hotels to work with and navigate through and it's, you know, it's been an honor getting to know everybody involved. And now I feel like I know the whole town. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I, that, that's amazing. The, you originally concepted it as a cocktail book. You said it's, so I call it a cocktail recipe book, but, yeah. but it seems like maybe there's, you call it something bigger than that, or there's a bigger, there's a higher purpose in some ways. Yeah, with it, or? It's, it's definitely a book about people and the people mm. involved, you know, from yourself to the bartender to Nick to like, you know, there's over 100 people involved, which is insane. And, you know, in trying to pull everybody in and make everybody understand what you're doing has been pretty difficult, especially, you know, as the concept's been evolving. I mean, I didn't think it would look like this at all, but, mm -hmm. you know. How complicated are the recipes? Maybe that's for you, Sarah. They run the gamut. Mm. Uh, as Katie said, we, we wanted to represent bars the, with the drink that made the most sense for that place. And there are so many incredible places to have drinks in West Hollywood. Um, that we, and we didn't want to not include a place because they don't have an elevated cocktail program, mm. because there's so many things that are incredible about bars. I love bars. There are bars that are incredible beer bars. You know, there, there, there are so many different reasons to visit a place. So we really wanted to highlight those reasons through the recipes that we put in the book. So as Katie said, we have everything, we have everything from a vodka soda, which is relevant. That's in... one I know how to make. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I won't need the book for that, but all the other ones I <laughs> um, <laughs> It is relevant. You know, there are there there is an art form of to course. making to making drinks as simple as a vodka soda. You go to the right bar in Japan, and they mm -hmm. the glass has to be the right temperature. The ice has to mm. be exactly right. It's they can use different types of sodas that have different amounts of bubbles. You know, so. Just because it is a simple drink doesn't mean that it's not without nuance. So there is value in having something like that in the book. But then we also have a couple of drinks in there that involve really elevated techniques, mm. like sous vide. Cool. So it's everything, everything yeah. all along the scale. You know, it strikes me as, as you're saying this, what an art form cocktail making is too. And, and I, I, don't think I normally think of it that way, but I know that I'm always enamored when I go to one of these cool bars in the neighborhood 
and someone's putting those ingredients in there and then shaking it and it comes out as this, you know, amazing concoction that tastes delicious. So it's, it is really, it, it is art, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it, it's, it is both the way the ingredients in the cocktail play together and it's how the drink looks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the color of the drink, the glassware that it's in, the garnish that goes on the drink. You know, all of that goes into the person who's drinking it. It goes into their experience. So mm-hmm. you are, when you create a drink, you, I, I definitely feel if when I'm creating a drink, like I am creating, yeah, almost like a piece of art for somebody to enjoy. I love that. That's yeah. really cool. Maybe this is for both of you. What are you surprised that you learned while you were putting the book together? Like there's there's a lot of, you know, you know, I mean, you said you had to discover different things, Katie, but you know, what what is maybe one or two things that really I mean, if I think if, if if I hadn't have had Sarah, I think it would have just been a margarita book. Because <laughs> West Hollywood, you know, we drink a lot of margaritas here in West Hollywood in California. So, you know, I definitely learned about spirits and that I learned the art form and the details and everything is precise. How about you, Sarah? So my discovery of how easy it is to walk around West Hollywood, I, I just, I had no idea that there were places like that in Los Angeles. And it's something that I'd been missing the whole time that I was here. Mm. So I, yeah, I, think, I think West Hollywood itself, with all of its variety of places to go and things to do all within this this two miles is really yeah. that was that was the coolest thing that I we did. would walk one end of the city to the other end of the city we'd walk miles and one day we did 11 bars for research mm. so we would go in were you still standing after that or were yeah. you just, just <laughs> sips at each one i'm assuming just sips okay. there is sadly <laughs> with this this research and development process there were a lot of dead soldiers mm. <laughs> there were a lot of drinks that we just we couldn't finish because of course, yeah. We couldn't do our jobs. <laughs> if trying we six drinks all in each drinks. venue. What does that work out to be? Sixty-six drinks? No more than that, right? There's like seven, uh, seventy-two drinks. Yeah, yeah. No way. Yeah. Is um, what about cocktail making? Just in general, is it? Is I, I talked about it's an art form. Is it a? Is it a resurgence of an art form, or is it? Do you think it's always been there and? Like, where are we at in terms of the world with that, do you think? So since its development in the U.S., by the way, it's uh, cocktails are a, are a product of the United States mm. um, that we exported around the world. Uh, but since, since the development of cocktails in the 1800s in the U.S., there has always been some sort of a cocktail scene. Now, whether that, that was the highly crafted sort of elevated cocktails that we're used to now or you know whether it was sort of what a lot of us in the industry refer to as the dark days of cocktails Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. people were throwing you know flavored vodka and a liqueur into a martini glass and calling it a cocktail you know um that was still people making drinks those were still cocktails so they're always always since the development there has been a cocktail scene Mm. Things have been changing a lot in the past few years. With, uh, with, with COVID, we saw a, a big switch towards more nostalgia drinks. 
people wanting a lot of drinks, especially from the 90s. Mm -hmm. The 90s became became huge. Um, What's an but, example of a drink from the 90s? Like, a, like the Cosmopolitan. Ah, okay. Uh, espresso Martini, which is now Espresso Martini is one of the most popular drinks in mm. the country right now. Um, so those are two two hugely popular 90s drinks that have since that little resurgence have still the espresso martini like i said is still going so strong yeah um but now that has died down a little bit and i see us once more getting into like the creative cocktail realm again where people are using you know, people are are grabbing ingredients like pandan and putting those in cocktails. As you were talking about the evolution of things, I was thinking about West Hollywood as a place. And you know, West Hollywood didn't become an incorporated city until 1984. And you know, prior to that, it was kind of on the outskirts of Los Angeles, which is why, you know, during prohibition times, that's when, you know, you could get out to West Hollywood and and drink without fear of getting in trouble with the long arm of the law of Los Angeles because we were way outside. And so there is this really kind of long history of West Hollywood being this, this place that, um, not where anything goes, but where a lot of things go, right? Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Well, I know the book has been a long time in the making. I know it grew from what you originally concepted to be, but it, it is really exciting to hear what a, a more robust piece it is now and, and how much more it includes in it. One of the things that we do on the Creators Podcast, and I'm not sure I'm going to have you do this exactly the same way, but we, we like to, we call it playing favorites. And, you know, if you're going to recommend to someone to come to West Hollywood, what would you recommend? You know, what would their visit look like? Like, what do you think are the must visit spots and how would they spend their time? Do you have a... Do you want to go first? <laughs> I know it's a loaded question because you have a lot of places. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what was great, going back to what Sarah was saying about getting to know the city, is you now have a whole, you know, full aspect of what you would do. Whereas before, you'd just probably go down to the Rainbow District. Yeah. Or go to one of the hotels, right? Yeah. So, go for it. Yeah. Well, I would start my evening with dinner at Tess. Nice. Tess, which I th is is offering some some of the most amazing cocktails in the city. Um, so I would start with dinner at Tess. And then I think after that, I would go over to State Social House for a cigar. Mm, you fun. have a cigar with some, some whiskey along with the cigar. And then from there, we're getting, it's getting a little later in the evening. I've got a few drinks down. I'm feeling a little frisky. I think I would head over to the Rainbow District and I would go dancing I would probably go to trunks mm. <laughs> and I would have a mezcal shot at trunks and I would tear up the dance floor <laughs> that sounds awesome <laughs> I, that's what I that's that's the journey that I would take somebody on sounds like fun yeah how about you Katie is it possible for you to Oh, my mind gets even crazier than that. Mine would be like 15 bars. Okay, right, you ready? So you check into a hotel, you go to the bar, you grab a cocktail. It's what, three o'clock in the afternoon when you can check in. So you start your day there, depending on what time of year it is and which hotel you're staying in. I mean, you know, there's so many great ones here. Um, I would definitely then start probably up on the Sunset Strip because it's, it's kind of, um, in the book, you'll see I've broken it almost down into three segments. So I kind of... So if I was at the 
Sunset Tower. I, you know, shimmy down the road, probably go to, um, I definitely would have to go to the Saddle Ranch for some French fries and something. <laughs> um, that place is great. Ride the mechanical bull, mm. then pop into the Andars, definitely go to the root, rooftop, mm-hmm. grab a drink there, yes. then slide over the road to the Pendry. And then zigzag over the road to Katana. I mean, I would just literally probably, that would be day one if I was staying up on the Sunset Strip. Yeah. So go to Katana, then over to um, Hotel Ziggy, catch a band, then walk all the way down to the Rainbow, take whoever I was with around the Rainbow because the, the Rainbow Bar and Grill has so much incredible paraphernalia like left in from the days that Marilyn Monroe and was there getting engaged. Um, so yeah, we'd probably be doing that. And then if I was staying somebody out somewhere else, or we'd probably definitely sunset, uh, sunset marquee too, that would kind of slide down on Altolomo. Yeah. And it is amazing how many amazing places there are to yeah. visit, right? Mm-hmm. You need a couple of days at definitely. least. Well, I think it's um, an amazing publication. I can't wait till we actually get copies. So <laughs> we sit here um, and we're about October of, 2023. Yep. And um, so we hope to have those books soon. So, you know, ultimately, uh, you know, we'll have some at Visit West Hollywood, but you're going to have these books available for purchase at, like, give me an idea of... We're in Book Soup. We're in Hauser and Worth. We are in Circus of Books. We're in the Andas. Springboard have bought one for every single room. Um, The Chamber of Commerce is selling them. Where else have I got, like, at the one hotel? We've got, everybody has been, uh, everybody's been involved, whether they're a venue or not. People have just, like, they're just helping and see the vision. It was, um, you know, interesting to be talking about a cocktail book uh, with, and you talk about friendship and dreams and, uh, you know, how a community comes together to share in it. It's really unique, which I think is really what makes West Hollywood cool. And why I love doing these creators podcasts is meeting people like you guys who are actually doing it and and making it a reality. So thank you for doing that. And thanks for coming on today. Thank you so much.